As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds of Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. The first Shrine Bowl practice is behind us, and Senior Bowl players are beginning to arrive in Mobile. It's draft season, baby. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. The Eric Galco to AJ's Jim Nagy. Mm-hmm. And joining me as always is AJ Harbaugh really lied to us all. Marchese. <laughs> Mr. Walmart came to Ann Arbor and begged Jim. Okay? You know, like that's that's just that's how you know you're built different as a program, all right? Today we're continuing our twenty twenty three senior bowl special by breaking down the prospects to watch on the national team. Let's hit it. Seven. 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 Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving out to Casey, maybe. Looking for Stroud or a Bryce Young. Who's going to wear a Hawaiian shirt today? Who's going to put ketchup on a stick? Who's going to find a steal? In the fifth, the home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sportsdrink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying not to let the funk out. All right, Senior Bowl Day 2. Within an hour of us recording yesterday, Jim Nagy finally released the he quarterbacks. He goofed us. He goofed us, Rob. He, he, he got us. He got us good. And all I can say is, next year we'll wait even longer. Mm-hmm. We learned Jim our lesson. Nagy, Jim Nagy runs my life. Um, that being said, the national team quarterbacks are Jaron Hall, Jake Hayner, Malik Cunningham, while the American team quarterbacks are Clayton Toon, Tyson Bajent, Max Duggan, and Hedden Hooker, who won't be participating. He split them perfectly, so I know why it took him so long. Yeah, it was, it was, I think it was a tough choice, but he did it perfect. You gotta, gotta give a round of applause to old Jimmy. Um, I'm actually excited. I, I kind of like the way they split it, because uh, I want to see Tyson Bugent next to Max Duggan, specifically. <laughs> the D2 guy versus the Heisman finalist, and, and let's uh, really take a look. That's a good take. I like that. And that's that's the only time we'll talk about the quarterbacks today. Because, Thank listen God. to yesterday's episode, when we broke down the American team, we started the show with the Senior Bowl quarterback rundown. So, uh, 
AJ can't wait to talk about them all as rookies on the rookie QB run. Oh, yeah, actually. I'm so excited. All right, before we get into this, uh, who who got to win this game? Who are you cheering for, Rob? The national team or the American team? Uh, as a Jake Hainer truther, I actually am hoping for the American team because I need that chip on his shoulder for yeah, his rookie year. Yeah, that's good. Too. I'm cheering American too. Oh, really? Yesterday you you said you've been a longtime national fan. I thought. You know, you gotta, or maybe you said the opposite. I forgot. You gotta change it up sometimes. Like when you say national, it could be any country. It could be, any, but when you say America, there's only one America: North, That's Central. True. Forget about them. It's the United States. I, th- I think the American team is better. To be I honest, do, I do too. <laughs> so, with that being said, let's get into the national team. Actually, before I just want one more quarterback question for you: of the seven Senior Bowl quarterbacks, who starts a game in the NFL first? Keeping in mind that Hendon Hooker tore his ACL. Yeah, it'll still be it'll, it'll still be Hendon Hooker. <laughs> nope, wrong. Max Duggan as an H back. Just grit, just pure grit. I like that. Uh, okay, 2022 Senior Bowl National Team Special. Uh, the coaches, the main coaches, Raiders DC Patrick Graham will act as head coach. Saints quarterback coach Ronald Curry will be the OC. That's a fun one. Yep, and. And uh, a good one for me, the Steelers corner coach Grady Brown will be the D.C., so uh, look for Mike Tomlin to draft all these guys. Yeah, absolutely. All the guys. All of them. Too bad we didn't get Cyrus Torrance on this team because we we know the Steelers are getting him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's, it's weird how popular that is as a mock. Well, it's because they're reuniting Kevin Dotson and, and Big Osiris That's from the so Raging Cajuns guard combo there. So true. All right, let's get into it. Most excited to see on offense on the national team. Who is getting your juices flowing? Yeah, I'm boring in terms of I'm just going back to the offensive line group. I think I think most excited on offense and defense is the offensive line and the defense line. That is um, correct. What else is new? Um, specifically, big old Dewan Jones. You know, like that. Go ahead. Yeah, that's who I put as well. So I'm going to audible, but oh, it up. I, I got a couple other names. I mean. But yeah, for uh, Devon Jones. One per. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, just not that he was in Paris Johnson's shadow at all, but it's just fun to see him like truly get the spotlight as coming into into the week as the highest rated offensive tackle potentially there for some people. Everyone's um, in Devon Jones' shadow. That's because he's a massive man. That's so true. Um, yeah, I mean, but I think in, in general, just the like seeing Jalen Duncan going out there and trying to reunite reunite the fire for him. Uh, Freeland going out and just see, seeing how how much he can elevate his stock. Then per, just personally, I mean, I want to see Olu just kick ass too. And I'm not sure where his stock is right now. So he could he could be a guy that comes out of this week smelling like roses at the in the center group. So I think just as a whole, this whole offensive line group is who, who I want to watch. Yeah, specifically with Dewan Jones, six eight three sixty. I thought he he took a major leap in pass protection this season. Yeah. Um. I I. I He's my high. I know I lied yesterday, but he is my highest-rated tackle <laughs> at the Senior Bowl, um, and I I truly believe like he, if he puts together a good week, looks good against speed rushers, looks like he can move well enough in space because that's really the big thing with him. He's so big. How does he move? Um, can he bend? Seeing him check those boxes, I think he could really sneak into the back end of the first round, partially yeah. because. This offensive tackle group really falls off after uh, Paris Johnson, Broderick Jones, and Pierce Gronsky. Like, someone's going to get pushed up. Yeah. Could it be him? 
the excitement of his size. He's a, a ridiculously powerful run blocker. Um, so I, th- I I think the the trench play is always the most exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but- I think the most exciting guy specifically in that group is Dewan Jones. I agree. And like it feels like this, on both teams, the trench play is just above and beyond the most oh, exciting. Yeah. I th- it's like safeties in the trench play. Yeah, really. The safety groups are really good. Yeah, it is. But yeah, on, on the defensive side, I got to go to the trench play again. And um, I put three names down. I know I'm breaking the rules. But honestly, first and foremost, I want to see Andre Carter yep. in in the spotlight of Mobile. A guy, you know, uh, unless, unless you're a true football fan, you're not watching too much Army football. Week in, week out, he's in. You know, he he's not. You know, it's it's goofy football at Army. So just seeing him, you know, true one on ones against against Dewan Jones, against dudes, um, seeing what he can do. I mean, there's been first round rumblings like in, in you know a while ago. I feel like it's been quiet, you know, since mid season. Um, so like just seeing where the hell he what what type of week he can put up and see where he ends up, and that's another guy. Like he he could absolutely have a huge week and shoot up the boards too. Yeah, I think I'm like comparing just uh, we we talked all about the the trench play yesterday on the American team. I yeah. think the national team has kind of maybe less overall talent on the defensive line, but more guys with question marks like Andre Carter. Yeah, who like athletically, it's really exciting. What's he look like in these one on ones? Um, I think there's just a lot of answers we're gonna get out of three days yeah. of practice with this group. Yeah, I mean, not to keep on keep on tooting, but to the to the same point um, about athleticism. Adi Adebowale from from Northwestern, like that's another guy. I really, really want to see him kick some ass one on ones. You know, speaking of Dewan Jones, I mean, I know it wasn't him, but that Ohio State game, he was an absolute manimal, um, and so just like, athletic monster, and just seeing him go in and kick ass is gonna be a ton of fun. And uh, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Just, just with Addy, like he's so explosive, yeah. and his best game came against the best team Northwestern played. But he's also interesting because his his shape he's he's built a little weird, like he's six two two eighties is listed size. So seeing what that looks like against some of these tackles, and like maybe he's gonna be being able to generate um, power the way he can with that explosiveness, explosiveness, and kind of the natural leverage like i want to see dewan jones take him on like that's such a <laughs> yeah ma- six inch difference in height like that'll be really interesting yeah yeah absolutely uh how about you on on the defensive side uh also sticking on the defensive line keon white's kind of one of my favorite guys that's my next um, name actually i'm glad i didn't say it yeah i like Keon white a lot too georgia tech uh pass rusher who started his career at old dominion um six five two eighty six like he looks like a star SEC defensive lineman. Yeah, like real. he is, he he's gonna be one of the body beautiful guys, I think. Um, and another guy who is a kind of freaky athlete, really explosive. Like you'll see him. I forget what game it was. He literally carried a, a running back wheel route downfield, like at two hundred and eighty six pounds. Yeah, the, he's a guy. Yeah, he's a guy who had Old Dominion. He was playing inside, kind of kicked more outside at Georgia Tech, but has that defensive line versatility. Um, Really, really impressive power rusher. Mm-hmm. Just long arms, just the, massive. The get off is great, mm-hmm. for especially for a guy his size. Yeah, and that that, that that's the thing. I th- I feel like generally the guys with that that first step explosion aren't built like this. No, definitely. So 
I, and I think for him, it's really kind of unlocking those hands. Exactly. Because it, it, it's kind of just leaning on the explosiveness and the power. So I want to see him in these one-on-ones kind of use his hands more. And he's a guy who I think it really... I think it's been building slowly for him. Like, mm-hmm. probably a, like top top 12-ish edge rusher in a pretty good class. Um, I think he leaves the week as a clear top top 10, top 8. Yeah, and like you said, if he goes out and like he's just throwing moves all over the place, not just winning with that, that size and athleticism. Yeah, I totally agree. He could be a huge riser. Uh, going to non-FBS guy to watch, I think, it, like yesterday, it's it's pretty obvious. Yeah, it's clearly uh, North Dakota State's Cody Mock. And I have a question for you about Cody Mock. Yeah, Mock, G- mock on, buddy. Given the way, uh, and I think you referenced it a little bit yesterday, kind of the way they've split the offensive linemen, um, do, do you think Cody Mock will be playing inside this week? I think we'll see a lot of it, yeah, because the, the splits are kind of odd, both teams. and um, They put all the centers on this team. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think we'll see it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, I think, you know, even, like, guys that really aren't projected either way, you know, to play outside or play inside, we see them split time at times. It's a lot of word salad there um, <laughs> in, in Mobile, but no, I think I think we'll see. We'll really see Mock getting looks both inside and outside, in team and in one on ones. Um, and I don't know. I don't know where he's going to end up. I, I don't. I think he could play. I think he could be either way. Like flip a coin right now. But um, no, he's clearly a guy that can go out there and similar to Juwan Jones, um, put himself firmly in that first round co- talk. That I mean, if he isn't already, you know, it's kind I'm of like a hush hush. Kind of like a hush hush first round talk right now. Yeah. There there each, each it feels like each senior bowl, there's a small school offensive lineman who shows up and then they leave the week yeah. kind of starting to get that like last year, Cole Strange, for example. Yeah. Um and it, it feels like we always have like whether they reach that first round or not, we have a small school offensive lineman who has a great week and really elevates themselves. Um and it it, it feels very Likely it'll be Cody Mock, especially if we're looking at him playing a little bit more inside, because I think he's one of the most explosive run blockers in this class. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is just the ability to kind of reach that second level and just take guys for a ride. He, he's he got that SOB in him. Um, and I think when you watch him, kind of the concern with him at, at left tackle for North Dakota State, like his feet aren't the best. He's not supernatural in pass pro. But if I kick him inside a guard, I think he could be a star. Yeah. And and I I mean I wouldn't be I'm with you. I wouldn't be surprised if he's viewed consensus top three interior offensive linemen in this class. Uh, maybe if you're leaving Skaronski at tackle. Mm-hmm. Mock could leave the week as the number one tier off as well. Yeah, I think luckily for him, there's a void to fill up both spots. Like you said, he could be the number one IOL, or he could be in the next group of tackles. You know, like either way, there's there's a clear spot for him to uh, sneak up and potentially be like, in the twenties. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, also on the offensive line, just just seeing Curtis McClendon too, the the big old hoss, <laughs> like just coming up from the mocks. That's gonna be a ton of fun. And now I don't think he's gonna make a similar jump to a jump to Cody Mock, and he's got you know. More to prove there, absolutely. But I think he could also have a nice week for himself. Yeah, Chattanooga just senior bowl uh, factory, basically. Uh, hey, and don't forget Joey Fisher, Tyson Bajent's teammate. Yeah, yeah, he's there, baby. He's there. Um, going to most to prove on offense. My number one guy is a guy you actually already mentioned, and that's Jalen Duncan. 
It's a good one. That's a really good one. The Maryland left tackle who, over the summer, I think pretty much everyone viewed him as one of the top senior offensive mm-hmm. linemen in the country. Uh, 6'6", 320, really good athlete. Uh, and then this season, it it was a little up and down. You saw some good, like, what was it, the Michigan game where he, he put together a really great performance. Uh, didn't look so good against Ohio State. Yeah. It's just, like, consistency with him. Um, a lot of that has to do with technique. Like, his hand use can be a little inconsistent. But if you can fix those technique things, I think you've got a really interesting offensive line prospect. Uh, I think a guy who could be one of the first day two tackles. Um, and if, if he comes out this week and, and you see those improvements and you'll get a really good look at those in, in one-on-ones against this interesting pass rushing group, he could uh, really help himself or he, he could really yeah. hurt himself. I mean, if, if he goes out there and has a, a bunk week, I mean... He, he's, I was about to say, such a, such a boomer bust week, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I put his name here. And also, I know running backs aren't usually like the stars, but... In a more positive light, how about Roshan Johnson? Like, a guy who's been in B. John Robinson's shadow for, for clearly obvious reasons. Um, the people who know, know he's a fucking dog in his own right. I think he's going to go shine. I, I just think I just think this is a chip on the shoulder, most to prove for him. Not that not the question's coming in, but he's got the most to prove. Um, and I think he's going to come out as, as a star this week. I like that. I mean, I, I, I think the thing, too, is... One, running backs just don't get a lot of buzz at these types of things. Um, but you're right in that, like, if you know, you know with him. And I think so many of the draft Twitter people know. But maybe, yeah, like, more so the the general NFL fans who, who kind of plug into the draft mm-hmm. around this time of year, they'll, they'll start to hear the buzz. He's And they all know Bijan, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I think he is... Is he your top-rated senior bullback? Yeah, I yeah, close, close, but he, yeah, right now he is. Yeah, like him, him, him Kenny McIntosh, and Ty J Spears kind are all really close for me. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I think what what you're gonna get with Roshan Johnson is he'll be the best one in pass protection. Exactly. He's, yeah, he's a he, he's one of the best, if not the best, blocking backs in the class. He's he's uh, built a shine. He's built a shine in this. I mean, yeah, I do want to say like I don't think he's poor receiving the ball or anything either. No, I th- I think he's got good hands. He does. So I think he can you know just just show that off, and then combine that with the fact that he's going to just absolutely kill it in pass protection. And. Most to prove on defense, I think you can go back to the, the trench play. And I think it's Isaiah Foskey, kind of similarly yeah. to Jalen Duncan, right? Yep. Super athletic guy, a lot of buzz heading into the, the season. Yep. Um, kind of one of those guys who everyone, everyone's known his name for a couple of years. He plays at a premier program, put up big, big numbers. Um, so easy, easy guy to mock in the first round. But as you kind of take a closer look, ah, he's more of a day two guy. Mm-hmm. Um and I think this week will kind of dictate how early, because again, deep edge rusher class. Yeah. Uh, like he's top ten edge rusher in this class, but I don't think he's top five. Well, but he's also yeah. Sorry, just to just to touch on the buzz, like don't forget middle of last season, he was getting like top fifteen, top twenty talk. So it's been yeah, like he, it's been a long buzz, and it's just only slipped and slipped. And with him, it's like he is he's great get off. He can generate power, but he just I don't. He's not the most bendy athlete, and he doesn't really use his hands. So seeing him kind of unlock a pass mm-hmm. rush plan, kind of develop 
develop uh, a deeper pass rush repertoire? Like, can can he have? If the athleticism doesn't work in a rush, does he have a move? Does he have any counters? Like seeing seeing that at a closer look, because I think he's gonna be a, a a very like he's very much a day two guy. But I, the athleticism, if he like has a great week and blows up the combine, maybe he sneaks in the back end of the first yeah. round. Who knows? Yeah, definitely, definitely with the pedigree too, like you touched on earlier. Um, yeah, he was my top guy. I'll give you one more similar effect, but especially with the the IDL group kind of weird and thin here. Um, another guy who's had lots of hype, not to the same point as Foskey, but Keanu Benton from Wisconsin, who, at so, you know, at some points people have really propped him up. Um, I, I didn't think he had a great year. I haven't dug in as much as I should have on the tape yet, but you know, a guy whose whose stock has kind of slipped a little bit, and with with a thin group on the ideal in this team, like there's, he's kind of expected to go out there and be the best. I feel like. Yeah, he is. Uh, I think he's my. Fifth or sixth rated interior defensive lineman in this class, mm-hmm. um, but clearly top top dog on this team, and clearly a top two interior defensive lineman at the whole Senior Bowl. Um, seeing seeing what he can bring pass rush wise will be interesting because like he is he's kind of that modern nose tackle yeah. where he's not massive. He, he's a good build, a good three fifteen. He holds the point really well, kind mm-hmm. of absorb. Like I know what he can do as a run defender, but I feel like those types of guys to to move up the board need to kind of show they can add Absolutely. something on pass rush yeah. downs, right? And so yeah. seeing that this week, um, I think you're right. Like, could he be a? a I, I see him more as a back end of day two guy. Could he be a top sixty selection? Yeah, I, I mean, he's always had like some of the, the push the pocket consistently, but and he's had the glimpses. I feel like as a pass rusher, but. Yeah, doing that consistently, like you just said, is 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 huge for him, especially in a nose tackle class where, again, I feel like the, this interior defensive line class lacks some depth. But there's a lot of very solid nose tackle prospects, nose tackle one tech type guys. Yeah. Um. So can he separate himself from that group? Right. Like, I think right now most people's top two kind of nose tackle one tech guys are Siaka Aika and, and Mozzie Smith. So. Benton's got an opportunity to kind of get a jump on them a little bit here. Yeah, exactly. Um, who puts themselves in the first round combo? We've talked about a couple guys already. Uh, yeah, Mock uh, and Dwan uh, Jones, I think. Yeah, I, I think on offense, those are definitely the two, right? Yeah, and, and you, another guy we talked about, and who I, to a lesser extent, Jalen Duncan, too. Like we said, Boomer Bust, though. Um, so, so tell me why... Ronnie Bell gets himself into the first. <laughs> Look, hey, more on Ronnie Bell later. No joking, no joking there. But I think the only guy, I mean, Keon White's got the chance, maybe. Well, I, I put down just one of these pass rushers, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's like, true, absolutely. Foskey, Foskey and Keon White, I feel like, are are the two guys I would best, like, they're my two highest rated guys, the yeah. two of the best bets. I, I don't know, Andre Carter was being mocked yeah. there, so, like, I never saw that, but. Who knows? It's the NFL, right? Like, if the Seahawks have a pick, like, it could be him. Exactly. Um, how about... There's how about uh, go ahead. No, sorry. Keep going. No, you go. You go. I was just going to say J.L. Skinner on the back end. I was going to say, I think, after, like, you put down one of these pass rushers and then one of these safeties. Mm-hmm. Um, I put down Ronnie Hickman, actually. See, well, he's already game mocked in the first, Rob, so... It's, it's just me and Chad Reuter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think Hickman or Skinner, I... Again, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna I would bet on Skinner, but you're you're biased. I know it's okay, but yeah, no, I I think definitely between the two of them, 
Um, I mean, possibly both, but one of them's got a great opportunity. Um, like that, that part of the safety group is, I mean, we talked about Christopher Smith and, and Jamie Robinson yesterday and they could both do it too. The fun thing is between, between these four guys and really it's between those four guys. I mean, other guys too, but Sidney Brown, I mean, but, but like the, we're going to get safeties coming out of this week, like clear dude safeties. I feel like that's that, like the safety play and the trench play is, is what we're watching this week. Yeah. It, it's, the safety place is really good with the senior class. It, it is. It really is. I, I got, I think, three safeties in this group that are in my top ten, just on this national team. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. That's that's impressive. <laughs> and then a fourth who who's top fifteen. Um, but yeah, so I I'll go Ronnie Hickman from that group though, just because similar to what we we're saying about um, um, Jamie Robinson yesterday. And and that Hickman can kind of play all over. He played yeah. down low. He he played kind of this overhang big nickel role. He was in the box a lot. He can match up with tight ends. Super physical guy. I thought he uh, showed really great instincts both against the run and in coverage. Um, I think he can maybe be that Jalen Petrie type Swiss Army knife at the Senior Bowl. Um, so that that's why I go with him. But like J- Jail Skinner being six four and. Plus, I just feel like the, the eyes weren't on him as much at Boise, especially this year. I don't like he he didn't. I thought the like obviously the buzz was there in the summer, but it just felt like it didn't build. So to me, this is the week for him to go out and build it. And I mean, he's got he's got some easier matchups at tight end to show off in coverage, you know. And if he ever has to cover receiver, it's not that hard for him either. But like, I feel like he's just got such. I mean, Hickman, you could say all this, that same thing about Hickman too. So. In between the two of them, and and they have a lot going for them this week. But Skinner's got the fact that he's a massive human being, that is and, always going to help. And, and played single high at times. Yeah. Just, yeah. The poor man's Kyle Hamilton. <laughs> he pretty he pretty much is. Um. All right. You want to get into one on one talk? Yeah. Let's do it. So IOL versus IDL. I think you just have to put Cody Mock here. Uh, for at least I did. I want to see Cody Mock take on Keanu Benton. Because, yeah, good one. like we were saying with Benton, what can he add as a pass rusher? And for Mock, a, a guy who's a really great athlete, former tight end, um, I think one of my knocks on him was you, you can kind of push him back a little bit. I want to see that anchor against pure power. I want to see him yeah. kind of get that hand placement right, not just lean on being an athlete. So I, I, I'm excited to see that one. And he's going to get lots of looks there, there too, and like when he plays outside as well. Um, that's a good one. Um, you know what I did? <laughs> I went the the unstoppable force against the immovable object. I went Curtis McClendon versus Gerard Clark. Because when these hog mollies meet, there's going to be a fucking seismic event in Mobile. I just love it. I just love it. I'm going to just a big old, big old bashing, sumo. Bashing skulls. Oh, yeah. I, think so. I went low-key, but I think that's going to be a fun one. That, okay, I like that. I like that. Going <laughs> um, to tackle versus edge. I just went with two monsters. Dewan Jones taking on Keon White to me, like it's a good one. Yeah. That, that is ridiculous amount of size. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's the, that's like the inside version. I love that. I went. I went Dewan Jones versus Andre Carter because I think I think double. That's prove an it. interesting. I think one. double prove it. Yeah. You just love height. Oh yeah. <laughs> the tallest, taller. The, the taller man wins. That's what they always say. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like you, you can kind of pick Dewan Jones against a lot of these yeah. different edge guys, or yeah. or, or even uh, Jake Jalen Duncan against them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, running back linebacker to me you have to go to the texas to some of roshan johnson against demarvian overshone that's a good one Um, yeah because i think roshan johnson is 
big but can catch the football. And Overshawn's a really fluid linebacker. I think he'll be the best cover linebacker there. And I always love the teammate battles. Yeah, I agree with you about Overshawn, who maybe is overshadowed right now. I don't know. I, I think he can make himself a lot of money this week. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure where I feel about him because, I mean, we've been watching a guy we've been watching for years, kind of like up and down through his career, but that's a good pick. To me, I kind of went mix and match. Choose choose your battle here between Evan Hall. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a straight up matchup, but you can My mix guy? and match. Evan Hall and Dayon Henley from from Washington State and Roshan versus Ivan Pace. Pace like those, those that's a big boy matchup, but like Roshan should get the best of Pace. But Pace proving he can cover it's gonna be huge for him this week. Yeah. And Hall versus Henley, a Henley, a guy you know who who, who is lighter, but like I don't I don't love him in coverage. Hall is a guy I think is gonna make a lot of money. I I think when you you watch Henley, you're like, oh man, this guy's a great run defender. And when you find out he's a former safety, you're like, it's Hell, weird because he just yeah. doesn't look good in coverage. He's, so that's gonna be a huge question for him this week. Yeah. Wait, what? And Hall because he's my guy. Yeah, and pff, I love Evan This guy Hall. doesn't drop a ball. Evan Hall's literally might have the best hands among running backs. Exactly, and he's he he's just Rex Burkhead. He's just Rex Burkhead. I told you that. You can't take credit. I'm not taking credit. Absolutely, he's Rex Burkhead. If Evan Hall shows up, oh, I could do 40 minutes on this guy. If Evan Hall <laughs> shows up and can hold up in pass pro. That's gonna earn him a, a fifth round pick, baby. Absolutely, he's got a, he's got a good opportunity there. He does. Wide receiver corner. I think a tougher um, a tougher one. Uh, this the wide receivers and the corners here are less interesting, I think, yeah. than the other team. Agreed. So I kind of uh, just went teammates. Go teammates. Po- oh no, I didn't go teammates. I want I want oh, okay. I want potential on potential in Caillou Blue Kelly of Stanford versus Trey Palmer of Nebraska. Okay, I want teammates because that's what I do when I don't know. That's and I smart. want Elijah Higgins versus Caillou Blue Kelly. Which Stanford man is better? I think that's why I originally had down. I'm like, ah, he's, you know, I was out there. I was out there in Palo Alto all the time watching practice. I've seen it, right? Um, this this one though, no one from uh, Nebraska's ever been to California. So seeing Palmer, who's, I does he have the biggest potential of this group? I think so. I think so too. It's, so the wide receiver room's real weird. Ronnie Bell's the best. I'm going to put that out there. But Palmer's got the best potential. Um, so seeing him against Kyle Blue Kelly, who definitely has the best corner, definitely the best corner, has the best traits. So I think that's that's the premier matchup on this squad. Got bloodlines too. Son of Brian Kelly, the corner for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in yep. the early 2000s. Um, yeah, Kyle Blue Kelly, I think cl- clearly like the best man-to-man corner here uh yeah great great feet you can see the athleticism he's he's got some good length to him too um so the wide receiver room is going to be interesting to watch him match up just because it's a really weird mix of guys like you mentioned palmer who's i think palmer's a speed merchant right like great athlete higgins is 230 pounds (laughs) and then and then ronnie bell's more of that classic route running slot receiver like i think all three of those guys pick your poison with any of them just going against caillou blue kelly's the most interesting matchup that's a good one that's a good one uh and then tight end safety safety where it's like the safeties are so fun the the tight ends are i don't know Uh, i went with josh wiley against jl skinner josh wiley's Josh Wiley's like six seven, the Cincinnati tight end, and JL Skinner's six four, so just height merchants. Yeah, agreed. I think that's clearly the one. Do you see that like Wiley's kind of got that fullback slash yeah. tight end, doesn't which doesn't make which any sense weird. to me. It's it's weird. Like Braden Willis for the other team makes so much sense. Oh yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. And then Josh Wiley, who's like this tall, lean, athletic tight end, 
I, I was very shocked to see that. It was weird. I don't know. Maybe it's just NFL making stuff up. But, yeah, I think that's the, clearly the, the highlight in this, in this position, and there's not that much to say. No, no. Um, and with that being said, position group time. Going to the running backs. We've already we've, we've waxed poetic about Roshan Johnson, who is, I think, the most talented Ends up the biggest riser and yeah. is my personal favorite. Yeah, I put someone else for personal favorite because I just didn't want to only do Roshan, but definitely. I I think he's going to come out this week a star, man. I, I do. I really do. He's he's going to, like Damian Pierce last year, he's going to show how physical and willing he is in pass pro. Look, look just nice and dandy catching the football. And also look like a professional running back. Like, he is built, right? Like, he's going to be 6'1", 225. Um, and he's an underrated athlete. I think he got such a great draw, like not being with McIntosh or Spears and like having them, eat, you know, show up against each other. He, he, you know, every other running back here has got like questions in some form. Yeah. Not that Roshan doesn't, you know, of course he does, but like you said, he looks the most pro. He's also interesting because like former quarterback who for yeah. Texas was the number two running back to the best running back in this class. Uh, NFL teams are going to like that he didn't transfer, I'm sure. Um was their Wildcat quarterback, you know fullback, and H-back. If they want to win the Senior Bowl, I say bench all the quarterbacks just to do Roshan Wildcat. Roshan should also have the fullback designation for this team because he's the best fullback on That's this roster. That's absolutely true. Yeah, absolutely true. Um, okay, who'd you, who'd you put instead for personal favorite? Um, sorry, sorry, even for biggest riser, I put Evan Hall. We talked about him already. I think it's Roshan, but I wanted to mix it up. trying to steal my Evan Hall thunder. But no, personal favorite, I hate, I hate o- you. Obviously, obviously my personal favorite is Cameron Peoples. Yeah, who I think another interesting guy because he I, I feel like one because it was App State, so like more yeah. people watch App State than most Group of Five programs. Yeah, um, he was ultra productive. He's massive. Um, he's had some buzz. It's I feel like it's just gone now though. Yeah. Like no one really talks about him. Um, so good opportunity for him to help himself. Reminds me of Latavius Murray. Yeah, I mean he's a big old horse, but like. I feel like this, just the, the Senior Bowl setting isn't great, like, just in terms of what they do there. Um, like, he might be a guy that, like, goes out and has a really good game, but, like, during the week it was like, hmm, you know, you didn't, you didn't see it too much. So he, he can – not that it's a make or break because, like you said, the buzz is kind of gone, but he, he can help himself. But I, I just – I don't know how much it's going to come. But I think he could have a go out and good game. Um. So he's your biggest riser? No, he's my personal favorite. No, he's your personal favorite. Evan yeah. Hall's your biggest riser. Yeah, yeah Evan Hall's interesting. Uh, I put him for sleeper. I feel like he's the only one of these running backs who... I, I put Hall for sleeper, no, too. Yeah. yeah, no one really talked about him. You throw on the Ohio State game this year, if he's like trying to do everything for them. Um, yep. Not a great athlete, so this is a great week for him to kind of answer, I think, the athletic question but marks. He, but he's got that... Okay, not to be too blunt here. Okay, please, please don't let me be too blunt here. He has that sneaky athleticism in terms of in terms of like you watch him on tape and it's like okay, he's not going to get away from this, and he just kind of keeps keeps on scooting a little bit, you know. He's not very athletic. He's not even sneaky athletic. He's just like you watch him on the field, and he's he's, he's got he's, he's moving got good sh- short area quick. Yeah, but like yeah, I feel like he doesn't have one trait as a runner that gets you ultra excited like decent okay vision decent contact balance not super elusive not not the biggest most powerful guy yeah. either yeah um but he just catches the football so damn well yeah and, 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 and so if he if he can come out and, and show he can pass bro like that's gonna be massive for his stock absolutely yeah i think most approved is, is chase brown is that where we're landing 
I I put a combo of Peoples and Brown. Yeah, that's uh, fair. for different reasons. Like yeah. Peoples, I think again, like he's massive. How how athletic does he look? And for Brown, we know he's a great athlete, um, but and, and was super productive for Illinois. But how how does he look? Kind of running inside the tackles. Mm-hmm. Is he big enough? Like is he, he's one of the smaller guys. I think he's very decisive and explosive. He's He's my second highest rated running back here. Yeah, but it's another guy who I just think the um, the event isn't that helpful for him. I don't know, but yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I just yeah, uh, he his issue is like he might really struggle in the pass pro stuff. Yeah, he might definitely. But like, I think he'll look really good in team, like you just said, with the vision and everything. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah, he he reminds me like he could be. Like, if he ended up in the Shanahan system, I could just see him being a very productive runner, you know? Yeah, I agree. Or in the Mike McDaniel system. Yeah. Um, kind of similar to those those running backs. They found, like, uh, Raheem Moster, Jeff Wilson, yeah, Roger it, Mitchell. A little yeah. undersized, but very decisive and yeah. straight-line explosive. No, for sure. Uh, going to the wide receiver room where, like we said, it's not, it's not a great, great group. Like, I think... If you take yesterday's group, who we also didn't think was amazing, like the third receiver from the American would be my number one receiver for the national. Yeah, they didn't split it very well. <laughs> um, um, but that being said, who who's your highest rated or most talented guy here? It's Ronnie Bell, baby. Where I think I think Palmer's got the 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 high end, and I think that's why he's my biggest riser. Um, Ronnie Bell's my, Ronnie Bell's my personal favorite, and I think he's the best. I just think that like he, he, Ronnie Bell got a great cut here because he's just gonna go out and like you said that slot dude, that professional type of dude, just go in route you know run good routes and ho hum catch the ball. Not gonna blow anyone away, but just consistent. I think is what he's gonna be. I think Elijah Higgins is well. I know he's my number one rated guy here. I think he's the most talented guy. The thing with him, and we've heard like he might be moonlighting at tight end, yeah, which is interesting. Um, he he has, I think, the best ball skills here. He's a huge frame, six three two thirty five, like a power slot. Great contested catch ability. Um, I I just want to see like what's he look like running routes. Like is is he athletic enough to be a receiver? Like could he be? More of that H back type at the next yeah. level. Could he be the Chigaconquo? You know, yeah. like maybe he's the fullback in the room. <laughs> that's, actually, that's actually a good point. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I I just think he is the most talented, but he's also has a a, a far less clear path to NFL. Yeah, that's fair. Starting yeah. role than Ronnie Bell and Trey Palmer. That's fair, absolutely. Uh, and and that be it. Biggest rise of the week for me is Trey Palmer because the flashes of explosive downfield athleticism, yak ability in space. Um, LSU transferred to Nebraska, finally broke out this year. I want to see how he looks as a route runner. Didn't run, run like a crazy red tree or anything for the Cornhuskers, but definitely the most athletic guy in this group. Yeah, yeah exactly. And he's, I totally agree. He's got the best chance. Who'd you put for your personal favorite? Uh, mine, obviously. Hey, mine, mine is Palmer. Okay, yeah. I think he's, he's – you're right. Higgins and him – because of the upside and the talent, have the easiest path to being big risers. And I think Ronnie Bell's just got the easiest path to having a consistent week. Um, and I put Higgins for most approved basically for everything I've said yeah. already. You know what? I, I put Jaden Reed, Michigan State, who I feel like had, what was it, Buzz last year or the year before? 
speedy dude. Yards yeah, in 2021. Exactly, and then it's it just all kind of disappears. So him getting there is great for himself. So I just want to see if what he can go out and kind of reignite anything there. Yeah, Western Michigan transfer, like you said, mm-hmm. really really fast, and you, you can see some of that in his route running too. The hints a little bit. The hint, miss. Yeah, <laughs> that's like the big question mark. Yeah, so just um, like in and out of routes, you know, catching ball. That's gonna be a big question. Your boy Grant Debose is my sleeper. Oh, he's my sleeper too. Did, did you I, did you get eyes on him? I got eyes on him. He's pretty good, right? He I, he catches the ball quite well. He does. I, I thought he, like good catch radius, kind of like uh, an athletic kind of bendy six three, good yeah. body control. But well um, well built too. He's not like that lean six three. He's got some thickness. He's two hundred. They got most of that. Good yeah, body control. Wanna, yeah, he's a good. He's he's good. I want to see him run some routes. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I catch, think, dude, he's good. Yeah, I want to see Puka Nakua a little closer look at him too, because like, he does yeah. some some nice yak stuff, but he seems very rough. Now let me ask. Okay, all that being said, do you think we're gonna have someone emerge from this group and be? Like, do you think it's gonna be Higgins, or do you think it's just gonna be okay? That was a whatever. Year. When you say emerge, I, I mean like like like, ha- like, mean, like end up being a third round pick or something. No, I just mean like a clear a clear top dog in this in the senior bowl. That's it. Yeah. And 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 uh, truthfully, I think Ronnie Bell has the clearest path to that. Yeah, because I think he's gonna just make just, it look the easiest. Yeah, yeah like he'll you're like that's a professional receiver. Like, yeah. like he reminds me a little bit of Sterling Shepard, right? Like not yeah. some ultra game breaker or anything, but just a good, solid hands, smooth route runner. Like he'll just look the most NFL ready. I, I agree. I, yeah. I, wouldn't, I, I think like you'll you'll see more exciting plays from Higgins and Palmer. But, yes, yeah, I think that's yeah. Good. I totally agree with you. Okay, tight ends. This, this is so uninteresting. Yeah. Not interesting at all. Like yesterday, at least we had Luke Musgrave. And, and hey, Cam Latu would be my number one tight end in this he, room. He Will Mallory be. might even be. I don't know. Um, I think Josh Wiley, for the the size and the athleticism, I guess would be the most talented. Okay, I'm going to, like, just let me let me run here. I think Wiley is the most talented. I, I think Allen is the most pro-ready, though. Mm, yeah, because at minimum with Davis Allen, I think you're getting a number two who can block real well. Exactly. Good frame. Solid hands. Consi- boring, but but solid. Absolutely. I think Wiley's going to be the biggest riser. Wiley's my favorite, and I think he's got the most to prove as well. Like, I think it's kind of all, all Wiley. Is, is Payne Durham your sleeper? And Payne Durham's my sleeper, yeah. But in terms of in terms of talent, I think it's Wiley. Um, in terms of, yeah, just I think Allen can just go be a solid tight end, too. Uh, block well. Good frame, like you said. Solid hands, and I just don't think he's going to be like anything special. Yeah, I think I think again, Wiley's size and athleticism um, give him the best chance to yeah. kind of make some flashy plays this week. Yeah. Whereas, like, I think yeah, the Davis Allen Painter, I'm like look like tight end two, tight end three that are going to last in the league because of what they could do in line, but. You're not maybe getting super excited. Although I will say, like Davis Allen didn't get a lot of pass catching opportunities at right. Clemson, so yeah. seeing a, a little closer look at that will be fun. Yeah, that's a good point. I, no, I that's guess. a good one. Yeah, no, I'm sure. Reaching for something. It's gonna be fun. Let's move on. Okay, thank you. Tackles, f- the funnest group on offense. Uh, most talented, highest rated. I got Dewan Jones. Yeah, unfortunately, it's gonna be a lot of guys we've already talked about. I put Dewan Jones here. We talked about him a lot. I think the biggest riser. I mean. It depends. If you view Mock on the outside, which is kind of where I put him, I put for Riser in my favorite. I put Cody Mock. I put because the IOL group was lacking. I just That's put Mock in there. Probably a good call. That's probably a good call. 
Um, yeah, I, um, I, I don't know where he's gonna end up. I think you're you're probably gonna be right. He'll end up inside, but big biggest riser though. I I went with Jalen Duncan just because I think yeah. you'll see how big and athletic he is. Yeah, and like even if he doesn't have the, like even if he has just an okay week, like I think people will just be excited about how yeah, good he is. Because I think like there's been worse tackles in terms of like on field performance and tech and technique and stuff that have been like the same type of athlete as Duncan is. That have yeah. been propped up so much more. So I, th- I think you're right. Like even if he doesn't look that great, I'm not saying he won't or anything. But even if he doesn't, I, I think he will rise purely from from eyes. Uh, personal favorite for me is Dewan. Um, I put I put Cody Mock, but <laughs> yeah, um, I don't even know who my second personal favorite would be. Uh, yeah, it's probably it probably Ryan Hayes too. and Ryan Hayes. Sorry, Ryan Hayes. Yeah, go go blue baby. Uh, most approved after Jalen Duncan. I think like Blake, it's Blake obviously Dewan yeah. Jones and Jalen Duncan have, uh, have things they need to prove. But Blake Freeland, who we haven't really talked about, is a guy who's kind of been all over the place. Yeah, definitely a top fifteen tackle. I like at times has been talked about as maybe a top five tackle. Like, yeah, just jumping all over. Really athletic guy. I thought he was one of the best prospects we saw during bowl season. Um, really long, but and, and really good mirroring and pass pro. Just need to see that anchor. Oh, yeah. Need to see, need to see him be more physical. Need to see what he can, like, power he can generate in the run game. Oh, yeah. So, like, seeing him against like, Keon White, that's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Just seeing this, the you know, his size and just see if he can get under Freeland. Yeah, Freeland's uh, absolutely. After Duncan, he's clearly the most approved. And for Sleeper, I'm going with your guy. So, I don't want to steal him. So, you can mention him first. Um, wait, for who? Sleeper. Oh, sleeper. Mine's a Steam Richards. Yeah, I mean, mine is too. I like. I mine. didn't know you knew. I didn't know you knew he was my guy. So I, I knew. I knew he was your guy. I, I know. I always know your guys, Rob. I always know your guys. Uh, yeah. I think uh, another guy who maybe not as long kick him inside potentially. Yeah. I thought he looked really athletic. Yeah. I thought looked really smooth in pass protection. He's got really, yeah, he's got, he's light on his feet. He's kind of got that springy legs, um, you know, that, that kick step and everything. But like, um, yeah, no, I, I like, I like that lower body ability. Um, I, I totally agree. Just smooth, smooth lower body and, and feed in. I think he can go out and make money. I, and a guy who just no one's talking about. No, no. And I haven't thought too much about that kick inside thing, but like, sorry, that's why I'm kind of picturing it as, as we talk. I think that's interesting. I think that's interesting because he's got that kind of like that spring. And every time I like that spring, it, 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 it helps him pass pro too. We always just think of it coming out off your stance and kind of helping blow guys off the line, right? Um, no, I think that's interesting. But yeah, I think he's definitely going to go out and I don't know if he's going to have that week where like, oh, wow, this is a dude. I think he's gonna have that week where it's like, oh, this guy's really good. Like it's just clean week, solid week, has the bits, has the pieces, and everything. And I think he's gonna help himself. I agree. I liked him. I, I and I only watch him because I know, or I didn't only watch him because I know he's your guy. But I, I put him on knowing he's your guy, and I, I fell for him too. So, good. Interior offensive line. Uh, again, I put Cody Mock here, so he was my most talented, highest yeah. rated, my biggest riser of the week, and my favorite. I think. Yeah. Seriously, it leaves the week as a, a definite top fifty type of player. Yeah, agreed. And and the rest of this group is kind of lacking. Like, got my, three centers. Yeah, I ended up putting Olu. I put Olu for my highest, uh, my highest talent or most pro ready. And I think his stock is kind of all over the place. And he went out and proved it at Michigan this year, coming over from Virginia. And um, I think he's just gonna have like a solid, solid week. Uh, nothing that's gonna make you go like, holy fuck, this guy's in the one, first round conversation. But just like. Solid week where I think you're gonna like start looking at him like as a you know 
a guy that you, like there's always that early day three center that you're like okay we're pretty comfortable taking him here and we think he could be starting pretty soon and i think that's what Olu's gonna do yeah i've got him for most approved because i want to see like is he is is he strong enough more powerful enough at the point of attack like um, how, how does he look anchor-wise against yeah. some of these heftier, heftier sure. boys rushing the passer? Yeah. Um, but I'm with you. Like, he he could really. It's a weak center class. He could really maybe end up being one of those early to mid day three centers who, who mm-hmm. plays a long time in the league. My biggest riser, I put Curtis McClendon. We talked about it a little bit, but you know the big boy uh, coming over from Chattanooga, um, just small school guy. But like again, this group is kind of like lacking. So. Um, seeing what he can do, I think he's going to help himself. And my personal favorite was Olu. Um, oh, wait, I'm still running. My, my most proof is Jared Patterson from Notre Dame. Um, we've, like, it feels like the hype for him has kind of been all over the place. And I'm not sure exactly how I feel, but I think he's another guy that's got to go improve it in one-on-ones. And um, I don't know. I feel like he's lost like in, in, need... in, in pass pro. I feel like he can kind of lose via power and via speed. Like, Yeah, I don't know if he's at, like I, I want to see how athletic he looks. Yeah, I think... He's like he's like solid, but like yeah, the athleticism is a question. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes the anchor isn't great. I don't know. Like I, I think he could be like a long time backup center though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and my sleeper is Curtis McClendon, but I, I feel free to say Jake Andrews. I like that's him a little bit. yeah, that's what my sleeper is Jake Andrews. Kind of like big. he's big, stout build. He's a run mauler. Um, I think he's gonna show up doing in, in the run drills. Um, pass yeah. pros gonna be the question for him. Yeah. But no, I like him. I think he, he can absolutely come and make money for himself. He's, he's was their starting center this year, but was starting right guard right last guard. year. So yeah, so the versatility is already there. So that's that's a nice box to check for him. Going to interior, um, weird group. Interior yeah. D line, most talented, highest rated. I think it's Keanu Benton. Clearly, it's Benton. Yeah, um, who I think is the only guy who is probably goes on day two in this group. Yeah. I, I don't even see anyone else that really has a shot. I my biggest riser though, I put Carl Brooks. Me too. Yeah. Green defensive lineman, yeah. a guy who at six four three hundred was playing more of like well, they, they play like a lot of three man front, so he's <laughs> yeah. playing like a lot of five tech. But like yeah, he's playing out of position because he should be a gap shooting three tech. Exactly. And the quickness is clear. So if he can come out and look good pass rushing. Uh, and using that athleticism, I think it helped him a lot. He he could be the biggest riser of this whole ideal group. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's all there again. I mentioned this on the show many times. With the 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 crew called him Reggie White, or the the, the coaching staff called him Reggie White. And I mean, like throwing the Mac games, we watched. You know, we watched the action down the stretch, and he looked really good. Um, he was the Reggie White of the Mac. He is the Reggie White of the Mac. Uh, but yeah, no, like seeing him more truly, like you know, like you said, as a three tech and inside, uh, full time, where he can just you know go on one on one drills and. And against this uh, this center group, it's gonna be good, and I think he's gonna I think he's gonna rise absolutely. Um, for my personal favorite, it's obviously Nesta Jade Silvera, the Arizona State interior defensive lineman who transferred there from Miami. I've long time loved him. Mm-hmm. He 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 just makes so many flash plays against the run. His leverage and quickness are really exciting. You see him blow stuff up. He'll walk interior offensive lineman back into running backs. I love watching him do that. Does, is he strong enough to hold up at the point? Is he? What can he add as a pass rusher? Can we see some some uh, pass rush moves? Can he use his hands? I, I I love him, but we'll see. I put him as my sleeper. Yeah, I 
I agree with you. And my, my personal favorite is got to be Gerard Clark, our guy. Yeah, the, who, the big old hog, baby. Who I put him I put him for most approved just mm-hmm. because, again, deep nose tackle class. A guy who, who's been talked about because those coastal teams got so much attention over the years. Yeah. A, like a legit 340. Um, can he show he's athletic enough to play in the NFL? Yep. That's always going to be a question. And my most approved was, was Benton because, I, I mean, I had him earlier. We talked about it already. My, my, my sleeper is Tyler Lacey because uh, I liked him over the summer. I remember, yeah. Yeah, he he offers versatility up front. Like, he plays – he lined up at edge, five-tech yeah. and three-tech for them. Like, I think he can be, like, a guy in the rotation like because he adds that versatility and he, he's athletic enough and he's – he adds a little bit of athleticism as a pass rusher. Yeah, no, that's that's a good that's a good one. Um, yeah, he's interesting. He could definitely like, he could definitely like, like you said, with that versatility, he can kind of help himself. It's it's kind of like a low like a low key. That's a good pick. Going to edge, like we said, most talented, highest rated, whatever. It, I think it's Isaiah Foskey. Yeah, it's Foskey, and even though he might be most approved too, but it is. And then my biggest riser is Keon White, who I just love, and I think Keon White's going to have a lot of fans after this week. I think that's a good choice. He, I put Keon White for my personal favorite. Like, I already became a fan before the week, so I think well, I didn't watch that much at Georgia Tech this year, of course. Uh, but for my biggest riser, I, I put uh, I put Addy Adebowari, um, Northwestern. That's, that's my guy. I think he's going to go out. The athleticism going to shine. But he, if you put Addy there, who's your personal favorite? Keon White. I oh. just said. Yeah, I like Keon White. I mean, flip them. Whatever. Who's your personal favorite? I want you to flip them. My pro- well, you know who it is. It's Lonnie Phelps. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I would betray everything I believe, even though I love Keon White. It would betray everything I believe if I didn't put it's Lonnie Phelps because so- I think I discovered him. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it was me. <laughs> um, most approved is cl- clearly Andre Carter. We've talked. Wait, about that. wait. Let me talk Lonnie. Oh, sorry. You took. A- sorry, you're pausing for dramatic effect. Just gathering my thoughts. Gathering your thoughts. Sorry, please. Ten minutes I- on Lonnie. Go. Lonnie looked good at Miami of Ohio opposite Dominique Robinson. Showed up to Kansas, looked pretty good still. I think nice athletic pass rusher who generates some surprising power, could use his hands a little bit, plays his ass off, though. That's the big thing. I, I want to see him. I'm so glad he made it. Uh, most approved is Andre Carter, yes. <laughs> yeah. And for sleeper, I put, I put Nick Hampton. How about you? Well, that's the thing. I think the most approved is interesting because – like yeah. Andre Carter, but like to a lesser degree, yeah, Nick Hampton could be in there too, right? Yeah, like the absolutely. Nick Hampton love earlier in the year was was pretty vast, but he's also two hundred and thirty five pounds, right? Yeah, and but absolutely could be most approved. Yeah. Athletic and surprisingly good hands. Yeah, so um, I I think like he, he, he's kind of another boomer bust week. I agree with you, but um, and yeah, good. I was just gonna say too, like Yaya Diaby and DJ Johnson are, are two mm-hmm. really good athletes. Um, and DJ Johnson's still new to the position ish. It's also weird because they've listed Hampton Johnson and Andre Carter at linebacker yeah. as well. So I don't know what that means. Yeah. Uh, my Nothing. sleeper, my sleeper though is Thomas Incum, who uh, was the Bruce Smith of the Mac. <laughs> he was. This is uh, like, it's has, a good group, like on the yeah. defensive line as a whole. Like it's you, you, you know some groups were like struggling to talk about three guys, and this one like it's like ten deep. Yeah. All right, linebacker. I think the most talented is DeMarvian Overshown. Just the length, the fluidity. A guy who lined up all over that defense, including playing some overhang. Like mm-hmm. I think he, he's got the best cover potential. Like This is not a great group of cover linebackers. I think he is the the one guy here who yeah. has that potential. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And I, I still think he's got a lot to prove, though, because like he's got to go out and do it. And he's got to be more consistent. Uh, but no, I agree. I agree with him. Um Biggest riser, I put I put Cam Jones. 
Me too. Yeah, I think I think Cam Jones kind of like the quietly can go out and like the linebacker group as a whole. I mean, the whole class isn't that good. Like, I think he can just go be solid. He's he's a explosive downhill mm-hmm. guy, um, but clearly athletic. Like, how does that translate to coverage? They blitz him a lot on yeah. passing downs. Yeah. So kind of seeing if he can play in coverage could help him a lot. So. I think I mean you could say the same things about uh, Ivan Pace yeah, there too, right? Like they exactly. put the hell out of him on passing. Downs, he, he, I put him for personal favorite. I put him for most approved because of that. Mm-hmm. My personal favorite's honestly, honestly, Dayon Henley, the Washington State linebacker, because he's just a maniac as as a run fitter, looks to take heads off. Um, I put I put Henley for most approved because of coverage. Yeah, Which like I mean, about, yeah. Hen, Henley was asked to cover more than Cam Jones and Pace, but all three of them. Like, need to show that this week. And then, Dude, obviously, the yeah, Spurs, Carlton Marshall. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they don't have to, like, they put McIntosh and Spears on their team to kind of, like, to hide these linebackers. Jim knows what he's doing. Um, yeah, and Carlton Marshall, the tackling monster, is clearly the sleeper. Um, I don't know, man. What do you think he's going to look like? <laughs> like, he's gone out and done it week in, week out for years and years, and he's got the stats to prove it, obviously. I mean, I'm just so excited to find out he's actually 5'7". I love it. I hope the smaller he is, the more I'm going to like him. That's for sure. What if he's the best in coverage? Then Move him to safety? Yeah. Yeah? Why not? Uh, going to corner, we said it off the top. Most talented, highest rates. Caillou Blue Kelly. He's also, I think, going to be the biggest riser because of that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I put I put Blue Kelly for for those for for, for highest rated, biggest riser, and personal favorite. But for riser, I, I sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say I put someone else for personal favorite. Okay, who are you gonna say? What are you gonna say? For riser, I kind of like Keatron Smith. I think there's something there. I think I, I think, think he's the sleeper. Yeah, I, he's he's he a, probably is. He, he started for like four years at Ole Miss, transferred to Kentucky. So like four or five years as a starter in the SEC, mm-hmm. and he's six two. Yeah. And he's 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 pretty he's pretty smooth for a guy his size, and like a name that like you know it's pretty like for a guy that's played as much as he has like you just said it's pretty quiet. No great pick so, for sleeper. I just and I just a think late be, call up and a late call up. Yeah, which is funky. A great pick for sleeper. I just think he's gonna end up being the biggest riser. Um, my personal favorite is Jacorian Bennett, who I just think is a really solid. Yeah. Man cover corner. He plays a lot of off man, and he looks good there. I thought he had like okay. He puts himself in the position uh, constantly to make plays on the ball. He cannot catch. I watched him drop two interceptions against Purdue, but he had like four pass uh, deflections in that game. Um, really good ball skills. Uh, really solidly built, balanced corner. Yeah, um, not, but- not going to blow you. Like his footwork, he, he like I need to see him pet a little bit more. And he's not the most fluid guy, but I, I think he's a very solid day three guy. And kind of similarly to his uh, ball skills, tackling. I think he puts himself in the right position often and doesn't make the play. So yeah, he's not is it like physically aggressive as I I would hope. Yeah, I think that's because. But then he'll even kind of lose the angle. Like yeah, so I think um good pick. Lots of lots of questions to answer. Um, I, for most provide, I put Makai Blackman. I put Riley Moss. I put Riley Moss as my sleeper because I didn't know what else to pluck. Even, even though Keaton Smith is a great pick because he's actually huh? good. Riley Moss like, apparently is an incredible athlete. I need to yeah. see that because I did that's, not see that on tape. Yeah, no, that's a great point. That's a great point. And Blackman, I just feel like he's like the second biggest name in this group. Um, I don't really know what like where he's gonna end up. Solid dude. So I think just like going in and I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't he, know what he's gonna he, do. He's like very. I thought he was like look 
good hips, good yeah. feet, natural in man coverage, and and he's got that, that like nickel to him. Like yeah, I think he's he gonna does. be an NFL nickel. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Finally, the safeties. Um, my top guy's Ronnie Hickman. My top guy's Jalen Skinner. We we talked about both of them a lot though. My biggest rise of the week is Jatavius Martin. I went with Sidney Brown. <laughs> well, I guess I mean the rise has already happened, but I think it's gonna keep on going. The Illinois safeties just yeah. dropped them. Kirby yeah. just approved it. Uh, Jartavius Martin, uh, a guy who uh, kind of bounces between playing single high and nickel for Illinois. I like him better deep because um, he, he he looks very good in zone coverage. I think it's great eyes and instincts. Mm-hmm. I think natural fit into like, the NFL craze of two deep safeties. He'll look good back there. Good fluid hips. Very good tackler. Flies downhill. Really enjoy him. Yeah, it's almost like a shame for someone like him that the safety group is so good. Because like if he was like at a different position this whole thing, he would be he'd be shining. You know, he'd be a huge riser. But I think it's still yeah. gonna come. And Sydney Brown, the rise has already happened, but I think it's just gonna be like I think ignited. Yeah. Sydney Sydney Brown's behind Jortavius Martin, isn't he? I guess. I think I think they're kinda of around the same same range. I got I got Martin as a top ten safety. I think Sydney Brown's like twelve for me. Mm-hmm. That's but Sydney Brown's interesting because like he literally just plays in the box or yeah. flips outside to cover tight ends. Like he's he's a tight end guy only. And he's gonna erase these tight ends, baby. Um, <laughs> God, he will. My, my favorite is Skinner. Who'd you put for your favorite? I, I put him as well. Just six four. Yeah. Watching that guy run the alley, guy who was asked to play so many spots in that secondary. Um, I think he, he he's he'll be interesting as like an overhang tight end box guy, which he yeah. did at times, but also had to play too deep and single high a lot. He, I think everywhere they put him, he looked pretty damn good, though. Yeah, he did. Says um, says a lot for that athleticism at that size. And I put I put Hickman for my most approved. Just to like uh, for I all put, the go ahead, sorry. No, no, you go. No, just for for everything we kind of talked about, he's just got to go out and, and put it put it out there. Uh, I put Sidney Brown here because I I need to see because again like he yeah. only played in the box like that's not necessarily a role he'll find in the NFL. I need that's to fair. see how he looks playing like more of a true safety role. That's fair. And my sleeper, I got a guy. I like Daniel Scott a lot. Oh, um, buddy. I've, I've been on Daniel Scott. No. Nah, Over the summer, I talked him up all summer. I think you, you love Cal. So he's just yeah, a, he's just an absolute missile. He's a missile. He's a lot of fun. And, and it has good size. He does. He's going to be a special team star. Oh, lock it in. Lock it like, in. Yeah, you're right, though. He's super aggressive downhill. He's a great tackler, and, and yeah. his length helps him there and well he's, built. He, he's, the, he's the Jay Ward of the West is what I call him. Well, come on, Jay Ward's my number one safety now. So, <laughs> no, but Scott, similar, I, kind of similar traits, except for the the nickel coverage. But yeah, good. I feel with like Scott's been like, and like no one's really talked about him much, and he's no. been a bit of an afterthought because again, it's such a good safety room. Uh, I think he'll go and make some fans, right? Like, oh he, yeah, like he's been like the last two years, he was really good for Cal. The the aggressive dudes always make big fans at these, and he's got such ball. good size. He does well built. I feel like he's a good athlete. Nice tackle range, finishing, and he's just super aggressive. Yeah. Is it, the safety class is good size. It, it, yeah, it is. it is. I mean, you got Skinner. I mean, everything else is, is you know, everyone's going to be a good size after that. All right. Next next time we'll talk, we'll actually have takes about how they look this week. So that's exciting. Wow. Good luck. Good luck to I your uh, national team, Rob. I can't wait until Jim Nagy unveils the special teams players because we couldn't talk about them this this year because they still haven't been unveiled. 